I stay down on change, yeah. Why I'm stuck in my ways, yeah. And my niggas, we ball, we ball, we ball, we in love with the game, yeah. I won't catch no more cases. Run it up, it's amazing. Shout out to that boy, Chuck. Yeah, we riding, making them bangers, baby. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm touching the sky, yeah. Don't believe in they lies. I can see fear in every side. I bring the tissues, my movie try. I power V, I'ma ride it tonight. I be sincere, I ain't telling no lies. I'ma fight for my rights to be ballin' for life. She DM me, she gon' want me inside. Hey, I just wanna be Welcome, ballin'. welcome back to Spark That Talk. It's your boy Jones. And your boy Jay Latta. Yes, sir. We back at it again. Once again, we back at it over the phone because we all know what's going on with the coronavirus. So we practicing safe distancing and making sure everybody's safe and comfortable at home with their families. But we back at it again, and this is, I believe, episode 39. We make our way. Yeah, we getting up there, baby boy. I feel like I'm getting old. <laughs> I feel like that's my age. 39? <laughs> I know, right? As soon as a nigga hit 30, it's like it's over with, baby boy. I feel like every after every episode, that's going to be my age. 39, 40, up, 40 and up? Man, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy by the time we 70. Man, I pray 70 we... episodes in. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, but I'm proud of it, bro. We, we've been staying consistent, you know what I'm saying, bringing the content. Even though everybody been quarantined and shit, we still making sure we bringing y'all the content and making sure, exactly. you know, we get y'all something to listen to. You know, I know everybody at home twiddling their thumbs damn near trying to figure out what they going to be doing. They probably bored as fuck by now. I think this is, what, week three of the stay home week here in three. Cali? I'll tell you what to do. Tap in the spark that talk, baby. Yes, sir. That's what you got to do. This is actually going to be one of your top options here, especially if you're local. You know what I'm saying? For all the new listeners right now, we, we focus like what you just heard at the beginning. That was our next up artist of the week. That's 3-6 Cape right there. Y'all can follow him on Instagram at 3-6 Cape. The number's three and the number six, K-A-P-E. And that joint right there was produced by Toos Bone. You can find him on Instagram as well at 2CBone. So shout out to that boy if you need any hot bangers. He got you. Trust and believe me. Holla at me if you need some hot slaps in the face. <laughs> but Something what's good? wake your ass up. But um, before we even get going any further, I just want everybody to understand right now we're waiting on it. An important phone call right now. We're going to have a special guest online with us today by the name of Reza Islam. Um, I'm pretty sure a lot of you have heard of him. Um, he's out here making a lot of lot of noise, making a lot of waves. You know, a young man out here really um, moving a message. And, you know, he's doing his thing out here. And I'm, I'm actually pretty, I'm proud to have him on our show today. And we're definitely going to get into some topics that's going to be deep and, you know, inf- informative especially when it comes to all the shit that's going on around us. This man got a lot of knowledge, and we definitely going to be tapping into that for sure today. So I want y'all to stay tuned the entire episode because we're going to have a lot of good content for y'all today. Yes, sir. But what's good, Jay yes, Lato? What sir. you been on today, fool? Man, besides the coronavirus, bro, it's been an ugly day, man. It's just been windy, been rainy. Yeah, it's been low-key nasty out, bro. Like Sun hasn't been out. I mean, but I'm still working, man. You know, we part of the essentials. The essential crew, man. It's um, it's hectic out here. I just feel like a nigga's working even harder now for some reason. You know what I mean? Uh, I know exactly what you mean, brother, because all those that aren't showing up to work, we got to pick up the slack, assholes. And I think that's what's going on, bro. Like, uh, you know, everybody everybody probably got to take a day or two here. But I know exactly what you mean. It's it's more people staying home. I mean, I stayed home yesterday. You know what I mean? I had to take care of baby. And that's just something, I, that's just something I had to do. Yesterday? I stayed home yesterday, fool. Damn, me too. Nice, nice. How was that? <laughs> <laughs> How was that, fool? It was... Uh... 
it's good. It's good at the same. I mean, it's good because you're home, but at the same time, it's like there's so much you can do, especially during bad weather when right. it's rainy and you have to stay inside. So it's like you can't even like I can't even go out to like my back patio. You know what I mean? Just because it's so windy and but I just had the kids. I just had the kids run around inside the house. So, but don't you have the cover over there, or or what? It's still not comfortable out I, there. It's it's it was windy. It was windy uh-huh. yesterday. Oh, so, and the water just sliding kinda, through. Yeah, 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 I get it. Some of the water slid through, and it was kind of, you know. But I mean, at the same time, it's it's also a blessing in disguise mm-hmm. because I mean, shoot, you got to stay inside, and you know, we do need a little water every now and then, especially here in California. I mean, sure, yeah, we don't rain that often, and I'm hearing it's gonna rain the rest of the week. Today, I heard that as well. Yeah, it stopped for a second, and then the shit just started going nuts, and I was like, see. I'm outside, bro, so it was just kind of like I was oh. over it. Today just seemed I like couldn't. it was like a 20-hour day, bro, like for real, for real. I feel for you because today went by fast. <laughs> I've been slide. Nice. But we had so much work, we had to pick up the slack of, like I said, those that are missing. And um, But, you know, when you stay busy and you're kept busy, I mean, days go by fast, so. Yeah, we was hella busy today, bro. I'll tell you that much. But it's crazy. Like yesterday, I was watching the news. And I heard them talking, telling people right now to try to stay at home and not even go to the grocery stores no more. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't even know how I feel about that, bro. I just feel like every day is some new shit. And it's like, are y'all really, you know, breaking this shit down the way y'all supposed to? Or are y'all just coming up with shit every single day? Like, it just doesn't make any sense. Which which reminds me of, like, that one dude. There's one dude. Uh, he's like high up in there and they, they interviewed him on the news and they told, he was basically talking about the shortage of, of masks. And he said that we don't need masks. Like we really don't need masks. It really doesn't help. But then towards the end of the interview, he was saying, Oh, but you know, we need masks for those essential workers that are working at the hospitals. Those who are working outside, um, basically making the world a better place type deal. But then the interviewee went back, went back the interviewer went back and was like wait 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 but you said earlier that masks don't really help so he was kind of contradicting everything he was saying so right. it was like do we need masks don't we we don't need masks like what are you right. trying to say no and yes yeah, uh, one one of the uh, one of the coworkers was basically saying you know they know what they're talking about they're just trying to make us feel stupid yeah i saw but, a little you know, clip today so like, somebody whatever. Somebody, I think they were in Illinois, was sliding through a Walmart or something with a mask on, and a cop was like, oh, it's illegal to wear a mask. And I'm like, that just doesn't even make sense. What's going on? Like, they just that said nigga, wear that, that nigga don't have a phone. That, nigga, that, that cop don't have a phone, and he's living under a rock. Yeah, just out here lost in the sauce. I'm like, come on, man. You telling me you slide through the store with a mask. mask on. Now you're telling everybody. They just said <coughs> wear a mask. Now you're telling me it's illegal. Why? Because you don't have black. one? Was it do black? Yes. Mm. Well, I'm gonna leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, that shit tragic, bro. It never fails, bro. In a time like this, but what else been going on, fool? I know the um, I'm hearing some news about the MLB. Sound like they trying to move everybody to Arizona right now to play. To is that the word? That's what I heard today. So they thinking Man. about pushing everybody to AZ. Just how I think they were trying to do the NBA. Everybody to Vegas. So we'll see how this shit turns out. You know what I mean? That'd be crazy. They're gonna have to. They're gonna have to find a, a couple fields out in Arizona, right? That'll that that's like regulation, like uh, stadium fields. You know what I mean? You can all have regulation bases, but then when it comes to like the home run aspect of it, if it's short, so you gonna have everybody hitting dingers over the fence like no other, bro. Yeah, it's gonna be berserk, bro. But I mean, I I do miss sports to where. I don't know. If it doesn't affect nothing and Arizona is clean or whatnot, then why not? You know what I mean? All right, y'all. I got a call coming in right now. Let's see if this is him. Hello? My brother, my brother. What's good, my brother? Reza, how you doing, brother? I'm doing well, man. Doing well. Just wanted to come on in and see what I can do to help out the, uh, you know, channel the people man get this truth out there. there's a lot of updates going on too man so i appreciate that network that's getting them. yeah sir i'm about to uh patch my co-host through bro just hold on one second okay gotcha
What's good, brother Rizzo? You here with Jones and my boy Jay Lata? Yes, sir. Honest to meet you, brother. Yes, sir. Jay Lata, you there? Yes, sir, man. It's an honor for us. Yes, it is. To have you on here. To have you on here, brother Rizzo. Yes, sir. And I, I, this is my this is my family who I grew up with right there. I appreciate man. Grew up with this brother. <laughs> yes, sir. I appreciate you pulling up on us, bro. Like I was when I reached out and like, y'all got back, bro. I was I was stoked, man, because I know you're dropping a lot of knowledge out here, and it's and our podcast is that's what it's based on, sparking convos about shit that matters. And right now, it's a lot going on in the country, in the world, in our own communities, and. I know you are um, a front runner. You out here in the field on the front line every day trying to make change, and you got a message for the people. So I definitely i am glad we're going to have to have this conversation with you tonight, brother. And um, right now I just want you to kind of let the people know who you are and what you do out here in these streets. Absolutely, man. I just wanted to, you know, first again, just thank you, brothers, for all the work that you're doing, you know, being a platform that educates the people. Because, uh, believe it or not, there are many, many platforms. Uh, almost every other person now has a podcast. But I'd say the vast majority of them are highly misinforming because they don't have reliable sources of information. Mm. So although the intent may be good, you know, the actions that are being taken are not necessarily bringing a benefit. But when you have channels like yourself or a podcast and networks like your own, you know, where you, you, you're doing your best to bring out the real information, it's very beneficial, man. And I just want to, again, thank you both for all the work that you're doing. Thank you. Um, absolutely. For those who, who do not know, my name is Brother Reza Islam, young brother from Compton, California. I grew up with uh, this brother, Justin, here. Uh, and, I mean, since we were younger, yes, over yes. in uh, the Richland Farms area, we, you know, you play video games every Friday night and eat cereal and watch Saturday morning cartoons. <laughs> On the real. Uh, <laughs> so, so this is family right here. Man. This is family. Over there, uh, Uncle Louie House. And I just... Uncle Louie House, man. Come on now on Caldwell. Yes, sir. You know, uh, so, so I'm, I'm just a, a young brother in the community doing the work that I've been doing uh, for about the last 19 years now. Um, heavily been doing independent research and have been involved as an activist in the community from Compton all the way around Los Angeles and then from Los Angeles throughout the country and now throughout the country of the United States and to the world on an international scale. Um, doing things, being involved in things such as sex trafficking, exposing the information as, as it pertains to vaccines and how mm. they affect black boys at the rate of 236% more than Caucasian boys, as admitted by the Center for Disease Control, exposing the human rights violations, exposing the abuses in the mental health system and field, exposing uh, you know, everything you can imagine from you know, government infiltration of gangs to keep gangs killing one another mm. and of course every other thing you can pretty much imagine i'm gonna do my best to not only shed light on these things but also be involved in bringing forth the solutions and of course uh, i am also a member of the nation of islam i am an foi which stands for fruit of islam soldier or military soldier in the nation of islam under minister farrakhan and uh, also humanitarian and now a newly published author of the book titled message to the millennials which pretty much goes over most of what we're dealing with today. So that's, nice. that's pretty much me, man. I'm just a, nice. just a brother doing my best. You already know. You definitely doing the most out here, bro, and I and I'm proud of you, bro. I'm, I'm glad to see you out here making a change in the community because you know how it is growing up when we grow up that the first thing that we see is when we come out of our household is either gang banging, drug use, prostitution, all these different things, crime. You know what I mean? And sometimes those are the only that's examples right. that we have growing up. So we tend to try to either mock those things or try to be just as instead of looking into other sources and other things that people are doing. Because as when you're young and growing up, you usually tend to follow suit what you see your elders doing, your your older cousins or just people around you that's older. You thinking those are the ways of the way. And I'm proud to see that you came up out of the situation and become who you are today, brother. Um, what? Yeah. Yes, sir. Oh, and we, we straight out of Compton. I forgot to mention that. Yes, sir. Authentically out of Compton, Hub City. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Nice. Brother, 
with everything that's going on right now here, we all know the coronavirus is heavy and it's something that's going nuts right here in the community and the country. I just want your take right now. How do you feel like the government handled this situation from the jump, from the misinformation we we're getting at the beginning, basically telling everybody it's nothing to worry about to all of a sudden it's just the widespread panic with the, with the everybody where you walk in the store, there's no toilet paper, no eggs, which are the things usually you go in the store and see in abundance. But now everybody's so freaked out that there's things, the essential goods that we really need to survive are off the shelves all of a sudden. Like, can you give us your uh, thoughts on that? And if they went about doing this the wrong way. Absolutely. Uh, number one, this situation that people know as the coronavirus or COVID, COVID-19, which uh, stands for the of coronavirus disease 2019, and this strain is the newest, most mutated form of the strain, and they, uh, the coronavirus has existed over 40 years, mm. uh, which is a family of viruses, and this is the newest one. So that's mm. number one. Number two, the situation of us having to stand six feet apart and now the shelves being bare, meaning, you know, tissue is running low, certain areas where they say water is running low, where they say uh, certain areas are going to be closed and shut down and they're going to have curfews and what they're doing out and everything. All of this is a heavy exaggeration of the real circumstance. Mm. One, the flu has killed far more people than the coronavirus is killing right now. Uh, number two, the Ebola, H1N1, Zika, all of these viruses all occurred simultaneously under Obama's administration, yet he did not shut down the country. He didn't even shut down two or three whole states. Right. But they were killing combined more people than what this is killing. Another thing is everyone has to look at the fact that this is an election year. So this is a time where different politicians will pretty much battle one another to get the attention of the people to get the most votes and to get the most funding. Hmm. So they're using and manipulating the emotions of people, usually people who are in the hood. You know, we vote nine times out of ten, we'll vote for somebody who's black or brown. Or Democrat. Number one. And, and if it's not black or brown, it'll be Democrat. Exactly. And that's just because that's how we've been manipulated. We were not too educated on mm. politics. We don't know that much. We, we were told Democrats help black folks and Democrats are this and Democrats are for the people, not realizing that Democrats are the ones who wanted to keep slavery in place while Republicans wanted to remove it. Mm. Uh, this is, these, are, these are basics that we need to know. But as far as this circumstance today goes, it deals primarily with the economy and it deals primarily with those who are trying to maintain power and control over this country. America is broke. And so therefore America has to find more ways to make money. And the pharmaceutical industry is losing funds rapidly. So they have to find a way to get that money back. And the ultimate way as of right now is vaccines. Mm. Okay. Now through vaccines, the only way you're going to get the population to even accept vaccines is one, you have to create or manufacture or mutate or manipulate a virus, then you have to use the media to scare the hell out of the people. Exaggerate. You got to pump it up everywhere. I and mean, they've definitely been successful at scaring the, the public right now. It's, it's actually insane. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. You, you see, I mean, they, all they're doing, they're, they're reporting this many people are infected. This county is infected. This many people are dying. This person died. This celebrity died. But they're not telling you that there are over 300,000 recoveries. Wow. As of right now. I, I believe it's a little over 303,027 to be exact. Well, that's the news for right you. They, the news has always just gave you the bad. You know what I'm saying? Even our local news. All they want oh, to yeah. do is to show you the house that got robbed, the person that got shot. Like, that's all the shit they ever feed mm -hmm. us anyway. They're never going to show you the good things going on in the community. And that's a good point. Them not letting the people mm -hmm. know there's way more recoveries than deaths at this point in time. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's come to a point where they. It's come to a point where they where they where they're having like different news on different channels, different networks, but using the same clip talking about this is a different country. This is happening in this country. 
Mm-hmm. Or this happened mm-hmm. in a separate country, but it's using the same clip. Like, come on, man. Like, you you have yeah. to go to that extreme <laughs> to scare a whole nation. You know? It, it's Yeah. Baffling. They are the masters of deception, man. They, they have to lie. And if they can't lie, they have to exaggerate. Anything mm-hmm. to get the agenda or to meet the point or to, to fulfill the purpose, which is get the people afraid. And once they become afraid, let them react. As they react, we provide the so-called solution, so-called solution, which will be vaccines. And these happen to be the same vaccines that were stockpiled up by the tens of thousands, if, if not hundreds of thousands, if not millions, that have already been in storage units with all the different chemicals in them that we're going to then inject into the entire country, a population of over 340 million people. So you, you have something called the Healthy People 2020 Guidelines. This is not some conspiracy theory. This is actual government documentation. Hmm. This is a part of the Health and Human Services Department of the United States government, uh, conjoined with the Center for Disease Control, the Food and Drug Administration, et cetera, where they state in the Healthy People 2020 guidelines that they want to have 90% of the United States population vaccinated. This is something that was written years ago, but in order for you to get 90% of the people, which again is over 250 million people, you have to get them to want to be vaccinated because you can't force that many people to be vaccinated. Seeing how the army is not that big, they don't have that many bullets, they don't have that many jail, prison cells, they don't have enough areas to store these people. So they have to get us to be afraid so that we can willingly, voluntarily accept these vaccinations. So as of right now, what you're seeing is the pumping up of this propaganda. As you pointed out, brother, the same clip that they're using, like the one that they used from Italy, they used that one again and said it was in New York. Mm-hmm. In the hospital. Yep. It was the same damn exact clip. Yep. And they, yep. they came out and admitted it. <laughs> and the crazy thing is they, they act said, yeah, like they came people out, they, are they, not they, going they to catch on to this shit. Because they got caught. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Due to social media, thankfully. Exactly. You know, because exactly. that's, the, that's, the, that's the beauty of it now. You have alternative news media, which is what we put out, you know, the activists, the independent researchers, those of us who actually dig for it or those of us who are involved in this, like, you know, myself, I've been involved in this particular area for almost six years where I've gone to the Center for Disease Control. I've met with scientists. I've been inside of the CDC. OK, the majority of people can't say that they've been in there to get the science. I've been that deep to where I know what they're talking about, what they're doing. Uh, and the documentation is, is publicly known. This is not some secret, but you just have to know how to get it. So when it comes to that type of information, when you see what they're doing now, they could never get the people to be standing six feet apart, to be locked in their homes, hmm. to be, you know, being uh, avoiding one another, people who they love, people who they grew up with, people who are their own family. You know, they can never control people like this unless they used fear. That is the ultimate tactic that they use when it comes to media because it controls the mind heavily. Mm. Adolf Hitler did the same thing in Nazi Germany. And if anyone doesn't get this by now, America is Germany. This is Nazi Germany. And it is slowly moving into that. You have to induce fear. Then once you induce fear, you set up ways to slowly chip away at the rights of the people. The Constitution is no longer active. They don't give a damn about the Constitution. Your rights as a human being are being violated. They don't give a damn about that. And as long as we keep allowing them to go further and further, we will be in a specific point of Nazi Germany where we're going to be in camps. We're going to be getting artificial food and we're going to not be able to grow our own food. So I'm kind of jumping into these areas. So, you you know, just to paint this picture, but I'm also going to provide these solutions. So I don't want, you know, everybody listening to be like, damn, we just all going to die. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm gl- no, I'm glad you're going there because as soon as this shit hit, I feel like they, they went nuts with it. Like the stay at home, like you're mm. right. Stay at home. I've never in my lifetime, no, nobody in our lifetime have dealt with something like this. People are so scared. That's why they're not, I feel like that's why they haven't implemented the martial law because they're like, we got these people so spooked. They're going to stay home just by our word and just by the the mm-hmm. images that we're giving them because you on social media all day, all you seeing is stuff about the corona, people dying, this and that. You turn on the news, you see people dying from the coronavirus. You see nurses freaking out. You see the, the stores empty. Like People are going nuts, so they're so scared just based off the media and social media alone. They got everybody under wraps. Mm-hmm. That's why they was like, 
all we got to do is send a message out. We don't necessarily got to bring the military out to shut down the streets because this is enough. We know how Americans are. We know how the world are, is anything that we give out mm -hmm. on social media or the news. People believe it no matter what, because it's brought to you by the mass media and the mass media knows they run the world. They could tell us tomorrow the sky's yellow. People going to walk outside and believe that shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, brother. And, and you, you do know at this time, this is why, you know, when they're talking about, you know, it's going to end in late April. You know, now they're saying it might end in late May. Then they're turning around and saying, well, just you have to wash your hands and wear masks. Right. And now they're saying, well, it's not necessarily. Then they switched it around at one point and said, well, it's not the masks or washing your hands, really. You know, it's just airborne. So it's just the air. We got to worry about the air. Now they are saying it's not six feet apart. It's actually 27 feet apart, according to MIT. Jesus. So it keeps changing. It keeps evolving. You know, that's the, this is, we have to really understand how to use media to manipulate heavily, brother, because if you don't understand that the overall solution to this is a strong immune system, then all you're going to do is continue to be manipulated by anything that they say. Like you just said, going outside and they tell you that it's yellow. That's, that's what they've been doing. They say it's right. one thing, then it's another, then it's another. They like when you say, say it's from China. When you say um, when you talk about having a good immune system, can you like give us some different type of herbal supplements and just certain things that you could do just mm -hmm. on the strength of your own self to keep yourself healthy, especially in a time like this or even in life period? Mm -hmm. Absolutely, I'll say this: uh, in the hood, the first thing we should not run to is ginger ale and cup of noodles. I know we think so, <laughs> but that ain't it. <laughs> Them top ramen. We thought, you know, we 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 could get stuff up, man. Top ramen with some uh some some Tabasco, maybe some Louisiana hot sauce right, right. in, the, in there, some, some ginger ale. We thought, you know, and the funny thing is, it did do the trick, you know, mainly because it's our mind. You know, mm. we we went into agreement with it, and so it's really our mind that helped to change that, and of course other things too. But so the first thing we want to do is vitamin C will be your best friend as of right now. Vitamin C, vitamin C, I can't stress that enough, y'all. Vitamin C will be your best friend with lots of water. You want to get away from sodas. We got to get away from all the heavy sugars, all the artificial sugars. Get away from the dairies for the vast majority because this virus, funny thing is, not funny thing, but interesting way that they, they strategize it, it attacked Italians, Iranians, and Chinese first, and it was hitting white people more than anybody else. And all of a sudden, it hits a curve. And now it's hitting black people at a high rate, not as high as they're saying it, because, again, they're still lying now, saying mm -hmm. black people now are the number one. No, we can't, we can't be the number one in 24 hours. Like, stop that. Yeah, they right? changed the numbers up all day. At first, you was hearing people saying black people yeah. can't get it anyway. And then all of a sudden, like you said, oh, right. they're, they're the highest case. So, like you said, they changing the yeah, news every they, 30 seconds on us. Exactly, exactly. But I will say what, what is legitimate is that black people – uh, though we have a, a less likelihood of getting it naturally, we right now in our current condition, because we have diabetes, because we have high blood pressure, because mm. we have all of these different cancers, because we have all of these, you know, obesity, all this stuff going on, these are the pre-existing conditions that will allow it to infect and affect us fast. Right. So it's not the virus itself. It's our own pre-existing condition that is now being affected and activated upon through this virus. So I mean, our community has are, been conditioned from, you know, how we mm -hmm. love to eat good, soul food, and and in the hood, your options of food choices are so slim. Like, you know what it is. You mm -hmm. go to the corner, you got a Louisiana fried chicken, or you got a McDonald's, or you yep. got shit like that. You don't, you can't go nowhere and find no grilled fish with vegetables, or, you know, you, you just don't have that mm -hmm. kind of stuff, flame broiler, stuff like that. It's hard to find those things within the neighborhoods, and I think that's what has damaged the community on a health-wise from the beginning, I mean, absolutely, it's it's ridiculous, man, it, it, and it kills me because I'm a big dude. I've always been a big dude, but I'm not going to blame that. But I can say our options were limited, and that's the was the go-to things, mm -hmm. you feel me? And like you said, a lot of our mm -hmm. people have diabetes, high blood pressure, cancer, heart disease. These are mm -hmm. the things based off 
other feel good foods that we got so accustomed to eating, That's not right. understanding that this shit is terrible for us. And it's it's a hard habit That's to right. break generational wise. That's and right. like I think that's something right now I've been working on myself trying to get healthier. My brother has two and I'm trying to now trying to I gotta find a way to teach my daughter these things because I mm-hmm. she's small, healthy, agile running around now. And I don't want her to get up in age where it's like it's the same cycle, just sitting around eating bad all day and then blow up. And now, like you said, you sitting around with diabetes, high blood pressure, the shit that they going to put you on medication for damn near the rest of your life because or until you Mm -hmm. fix it. And then it's hard to fix once you get to a certain point. Well, brother, really, that that point is going going off of what Jones was saying. And I don't want to call this uh I don't want to call this a blessing, but do you do you feel to yourself? Do you feel is this is this sort of a blessing of us staying home and learning how to cook hmm. um, healthier foods and and doing the healthier things, even though we are stuck within within the home? Do you think that's kind of sort Absolutely. of a blessing for us to actually learn? To Absolutely, that's that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of it, brother. Uh, Minister Farrakhan said that this quarantine is a blessing from God. And he wasn't, he wasn't saying that the virus, you know, and he mm. wasn't vouching anything, but he said this whole circumstance is a blessing from God because we have to be sat down. Right. We have to be, you know, if we, if we don't get stopped now, brother, we're going to, we're going to kill ourselves slowly. Like we've been doing, we mm. have to get sat down so that we can face the problem. We got to face each other. We got to face ourselves. We got to face our community. We got to face our people because this condition that we're in, is going to perpetuate until we realize it. And as you were saying, brothers, learning how to cook healthy food, as I was saying, vitamin C, you know, looking at the condition, how they created this food desert is what it's called, where there are no healthy areas to eat, but there's all liquor stores, fried everything, dairy everything, sugar everywhere, you know, and alcohol everywhere. We eat everywhere. It's just, it's just that. <laughs> and that is what they plant. You already know. Yeah, it's, it's heavy. like, damn, that's all they have in our neighborhood. Outside of that, you got to drive, you know, uh, two or three cities across just to find, as you said, some grilled fish, some boiled this, some boiled right. that. You got to go Trader out, Joe's. which is why they Trader Joe's. And now, mind you, I was now, and I did this video, I did <laughs> an interview I had on uh, another podcast. I had to drop all that information regarding using your food stamps to go and get healthier food because mm. we can do that. We can do that right now. Now we, we don't have a choice now, bro. Now it's not about what tastes good. It's about right. what does good. Mm. It's no I mean, longer about really... what tastes good. Matter of fact. Yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Go well, ahead. Go, well, if you if you know how to season it right, that's the other thing. Now we got to learn how to do it. We, you know how to season it right. Mm-hmm. It can taste bomb. You can make some real healthy food taste like some straight up unhealthy bomb, you know, bad stuff that we usually I believe eat. that right. keto chili on it. You already know how it is. You know, we, we can make it taste good. Uh, if we really focus on it now, you know, but we, we don't have a choice, bro. But that point you brought up was absolutely critical because they've been investing in our uh, in our degraded condition by strategically removing any healthy food from our community. They strategically been doing this. They don't put whole foods in our community. They don't put sprouts. They don't put Trader Joe's. Hell, they don't even want farmers markets like that in our neighborhoods until recently. I've only been seeing them for the last couple of years in Compton and different areas. You know, they wouldn't tell us about farmers markets. Right. They just pop up once a week in a small corner in an area where black folks usually don't be hanging around. You know, and they, they, miss they out. don't want us to really know about health. Exactly. And we miss out and it's, it's gone. Boom. You know, people come from people come from Torrance. People come from Carson. People even go from Redondo Beach to go to the farmer's markets that's right there in Compton that I found out near uh, the Compton Blue Line Station. Oh. And they'll go get all that locally farmed, you know, uh, vegetables, eggplant, cabbage, fruits, and vegetables. They get all that stuff. But the people in the city didn't even know about the farmer's market. Because that's not what they you advertise know, so, into the people. They're not going to advertise the farmer's exactly. market. They're going to advertise the new Hennessy that just dropped at the liquor store. You know what I'm saying? That's the shit Come that, that, that those, on, those are our imageries that we're getting. They're not going to wake people up on this type of shit. They don't want that to happen. 
because like speaking right. of like EBT and stuff like that, we all know most people going there and only buy bullshit. They buy in the processed foods, yep. the top ramen, the cookies, the ice creams. They're not buying no fresh fruits and vegetables for the kids, no fish, stuff like that. Like they not doing that. They buying mm-hmm. all the stuff that they feel like is just a quick fix. And I'm not going to knock people mm-hmm. who have to be on EBT and stuff like that. But we got, like you said, we got to make some wiser choices when we feeding our families at this point. You can't just have a cart full of top ramen. Like we got to do better than that. I think it comes down to, be, to, to laziness. Just like you said, Jones, it's a mm-hmm. quick fix. But my brother here was saying, you know, if you can use those food stamps to buy the right ingredients, to buy the right things, you can make something good for sure something something healthy Mm -hmm. tastes just as good as a pizza or a burger or you know and and i think it it comes Mm -hmm. down to actually learning how to cook these things to make us feel healthier make us be healthier at that that's right and and that's the that's the main point right there we got to teach our people we got to teach them bro that's that's the main thing because i know they're not going to get it from the mainstream Mm. i don't even i don't even matter of fact not only the mainstream but most celebrities who they follow most artists who they follow and athletes, they're not going to get it from them because most of them are ignorant too. <laughs> yep. so I, for real, I, I personally get reached out to by tons. But when I say, I don't know, I can't even name how many celebrities and artists who reach out to me to give them advice on things because awesome. they really don't know. Just because you have money does not mean you have intelligence. Right. True. That's and absolutely mean true, brother. It means you got a lot of money. Now, speaking yeah, about so intelligence and stuff like that, brother, um, I did recently see that we all know the the uh, late Nipsey Hussle, rest in peace to him. Um, I did see that the Dr. Sebi documentaries officially, I saw the trailer, and I wanted to ask you yes, real quick, bro, like, what was your involvement with this documentary and, like, how do you feel like giving out the message of Dr. Sebi is important to the people? Hmm. I'll say this, man. Uh, the questions that I was given were all very critical questions. Uh, Brother Nick was the one who asked me these questions. Nice. And my involvement is as a young brother, you know, who is an activist, humanitarian, you know, just a, a soldier in the street, and, uh, of course, a uh, member of the Nation of Islam. And they gave me a few specific questions on top of all the other questions, you know, dealing with, you know, was there a conspiracy to kill Dr. Sadie? You know, uh, what, what was his impact on the health of the community for those that knew? And how did he originate or originally get some of his information on health? And I'll say something very critical that most people did not know, which is that Dr. Sadie was an FOI in the Nation of Islam. Wow. He was a member of the Nation of Islam. He was taught by the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. He was a registered member of the Nation of Islam in New Orleans. Nice. So, so, and that came from his family. You know, I verified this with him long before I even got him there. And, and so a part of his teaching, a part of his early knowledge of uh, knowledge and wisdom of health and overall, you know, foods and things to take, et cetera, came from the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, a large chunk of what he learned. And then, of course, he got information from the Mexican herbalist as well, and then he went and started to study on his own. So, you know, he had components and teachers who taught him, but the brother was a soldier in the nation of Islam, which is very critical, you know, for people to know because that, that will also help them to see why we in the nation of Islam, how we eat, how we live, you right. know, the reason why we age so well and all that. You know, it's the same teaching, bro. Same teaching. And the brother, Dr. Sadie, did so much beautiful work to where, yeah, this government hated him. They hated him. You know, they hate all of our leaders. They they can't stand. They and I think stand and I think both. that is a problem. Like when we have black, mm-hmm. brown, Samoan, whatever out here on the front line trying to make a change, and then the backlash mm-hmm. that we get is almost ridiculous. It's like they don't want our voices to be heard, and it's it's ridiculous. Like that's why when I see you doing what you do, I get a kudos for you, bro. Clap it up to Fariza because this brother really out here in the sure. field. I feel, in my opinion, on the front line where you taking mad chances doing the things you're doing just to make sure you live by what you re- truly believe in and get this message across, man. And that's the yeah, fact. To, 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 to piggyback off of what Jones said and, and, and staying within the subject of being hated on, I know you 
I, I looked you up, brother, and, and you're a great motiva- uh, motivational speaker. You you go out in front of hundreds, thousands by the daily. And I know there are many misconceptions with like Islamic religion. It's, and, and I know it's because a lot of people aren't educated with like the Muslim culture or, or just the religion itself, the, the Islam religion. And I had I had a friend who was also Islamic and he he would tell people all the time and he would tell them a, pro, a parable from the Holy Quran. And he would say that uh, it speaks of a parable of a grain of corn. So this, this, this is basically my two part mm. question within the same frame. And he said, like, if planted and cared for, it'll grow seven years and each year had like 100 grains, meaning by doing great deeds, you'll be blessed 10, 20 fold. And so do you sometimes have to go into certain places and kind of explain the religion part of it before you start opening up? Just because there might be some people in the audience who do not know too much about Islam. And then on top of that. Um, regards to my friend speaking on, on on doing good deeds, are there any behind the scene things that the people of Islam or that you know of that we don't see every day on the news that the culture is actually doing to provide during this pandemic? Beautiful question. Beautiful questions. I'll say the first uh, answer to the first question is it is very rare when I have to explain anything dealing with my religious belief or my spiritual belief because people blatantly see in the way I live what it is that I believe and they can't argue with what it is that I do. Mm. And so they just, they, they look at that and they see the results, really. At that point, it's no longer about the theology. It's no longer about what you call God. It's, they look at, okay, well, look at the results of what he's doing. You know, we want, we're interested in that because we want that. Now, whatever right. you call it is whatever you call it, but that that he's doing or the information that is being brought forth or given, that's all we need. And I don't push my belief on nobody. Mm-hmm. That's not how I operate, bro. We don't, we don't deal with that, man. Especially when it comes to black and brown folks. I don't give a damn. You can call God whatever. You call him Mary. You call him Jesus. You call him Buddha, Yahweh, Allah, Jehovah, the Most High. It, look. That's cool. All that is nice. This government don't give a damn. Right. Frankly, the government does not give a damn what you call God. Matter of fact, they use that against you along with every other strategy to keep you divided. So as long as we get stuck on that, we will never be successful. That's why I tell people, whatever you call God, beautiful. But let me give you the facts about what this enemy is doing so that you can have the solutions as to how you can get out of that while still maintaining your religious belief, whatever that religious belief may be. Facts. You see? So that's everywhere I go, but that's why I can go into any area. That's how we're taught in the nation of Islam. We're taught that, brother. It's not a, you know, religion is not what you profess, it is what you practice. That's, you that, know, uh, so that's definitely what I see, bro. When I watch, when I see you on the gram and stuff like that, I don't see you telling people to come join the nation. I see you giving a nah. message and giving information and telling people you take it how you want to take it. But I just want to feed you the information. I'm not going to force you to come do move how I'm moving, but I will give you this information right. while I do what I do. And you're right about that, bro. That's right. Yeah, it's it's not that time, man. It's really not that time, you know. And 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 even outside of that, really, in the nation of Islam, we don't follow or have a religion. We have a way of living. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a way of life. It's not even really. It's not religion. Now, now people say, well, Islam is a religion. Well, Islam is the name given to a way of life. A religion is the system of principles and the ways of doing things. But mm-hmm. the way we live our life in the nation of Islam is even slightly different than how the Arabs live their life in the Middle East. So I'm, glad you, overall... I'm glad you brought that up. Because oh, yeah. even myself, even myself, I, I, I did not know. So, you know, mm-hmm. for all those who did not know, I mean, now we hear from you and now the mouth, which is great. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, brother. I mean, just a few quick examples. You know, like the reason why we don't have a beard is because we're not just Muslim, which we are, but we're Muslim soldiers. So mm-hmm. we're not just the pray about it and pray to Allah five times a day and, you know, that's all we do. No, we pray and we get to work. We operate on what God says. We don't just listen to what he says and pray that he'll do something for us. No, we get up and make it happen. He created us to handle our own problems. You know, the Holy Quran says Allah helps those who helps themselves. Exactly. So we don't sit here and just pray about it. So the, the cutting of the beard and all that kind of stuff, that's because we're actually soldiers. 
You know, nice. there's nowhere in the Quran which mandates that we have a beard. And people try to argue that point. It's like, nigga, it's hair, bro. We're in America right now. Like, well, speaking of, soldiers. Speaking just... of being a soldier, bro, like, I see you working out, doing your thing, and I know I see that you got your karate skills up and all those things, bro. Is, oh, the, yeah. re is the reason the, the FOI correct? Am I right? Yes, sir. Okay. Now, is this the reason why you guys are always called to the front line, like, especially when Nipsey passed? Like when everything was going on down there by a store, like all the people in the streets, I saw you down there doing your thing. Even the time when Snoop Dogg and all them had got together, I saw you on the front line. Is the nation mm -hmm. always on the front line because you guys are the soldiers of the people? Like I, I that's all I want to know is because I always see you guys when something major like that, especially when it come to gang violence, stuff like that. You're out there on the front line, mm -hmm. especially out here in the community, bro. Can you expand on that a little bit? I, well, I think you just answered your own question, bro. Did <laughs> <laughs> you always see us on the front line? You always see us in the community. Uh, and it's not just for major things, bro. We literally are in the streets every single day. Every day we're in the street with the people. And it's not just selling them papers and, and pies, and because it, it, it's not the selling of the papers and pies. The newspaper that we have, the Final Call newspaper, is the number one black-owned news publication in the world fully independent that gives local national and international news unfiltered raw truth nothing that's manipulated nothing that's censored 100 percent truth not the muslim newspaper this is straight news from all over the world and that is what we get to the people but that's the first thing too the pie the major ingredient in that pie is the navy beans mm. which has over 18 nutrients in it which has a large percent of uh protein it is anti-aging anti-radiation it is it has magnesium magnes copper calcium i mean it's a it's actual nutrition that we're giving to the people but in a sweet tasting pastry so you don't even realize it but we're giving you spiritual food mental food and physical food that's all good for you so and, and we're out in the community at the same time preventing the gang violence stopping the sisters from being abused all this every single day and it's not being publicized the way that it should. So, yes, sir, no, we are on the front lines, and we are that, you could say, you know, that army for our people. It's just that, you know, we, we, don't have, we don't have as much help as you would think. So when people say, well, where, where the nation at? It's like, bro, the nation is always in the community. Right. Always. But you can't, you can't just sit here and point fingers at us if we're not at every single solitary situation. When you talk about 45 to 50 million black people in America, mm. situations going on every single damn day all throughout this damn country in over 19,000 cities. And you want to sit here and try to blame the nation and you're not going to get out and do some damn work for your damn you self, You know what too? it is? In the in, and I'm glad you clarified with, like, the bean pies and stuff because a lot of people get the misconception. <laughs> That's brothers just walking around mm. with bow ties selling bean pies. And... I'm glad you Man, clarified please. that because I'm that's some information. Some of the stuff you just said, I didn't even know. And I'm glad you brought that to the attention. Um, definitely glad you brought that up, brother. Now, aside, speaking, aside, yeah, okay, go ahead, Jay. The, uh, aside from uh, from questions that may be difficult to answer, uh, mm -hmm. what what I guess are some challenges you face? And besides actually saying, you know, people wanting you here and there and asking where's the nation at when things go wrong. What are some challenges you face as someone who speaks to the crowds daily, the hundreds and thousands of people? I'd say the only problem that I face, really, to be honest with you, is not having enough people who are ready to get involved themselves. Mm. That's the major issue I see. Uh, meaning meaning really like they, 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 grasp, they grasp to the word. And like you said, mm -hmm. you feed them spiritually and, and physically, mentally, mm -hmm. but they're not willing to take that step over the fence to, to push forward with the movement. Mm -hmm. or, okay. Right. Right. Not, not as many, but a lot, a lot do now, you know, a large percentage does, but not enough. And, um, and now we see the condition that we're in. Now people are really starting to reevaluate re themselves now. Now they're like, man, I should have did this. I should have did that. You know, they, now you start, you know, people start to go into that mode of, really re rethinking things and it's like you know we've been teaching for years man and you know minister farcon he's been teaching for 60 years alone not just teaching but educating exposing this government bringing solutions you know fighting for our people all this stuff and we've been doing the same thing 
So the only thing I run into really is just not enough people who are willing to get up and get involved as well. That's the, that's the main thing. But, um, but everything is, you know, it's proven. It's very blatant and obvious when you see the work that's being done and you see the results. It's nothing to really argue about. Um, but again, a lot of people just don't have that courage. And some people, it's just, it's hard. You know, it's hard, man. You, you live in the hood. You got families. You probably live in the projects. Right. There's a lot of things that, that we're dealing with on an everyday basis. So we can only do as much as we can do. But even for those of us who say that, we still can do more. We just need to know how. And now, that's, that's another reason why I do what I do is try to you know, provide how we can do more. Speaking about how, um, I have a question for you. Our very first podcast that we ever did, the topic of the podcast was the home versus school. Now, when I say that, when it comes to finances, debt, credit, things like that, where do you believe that it needs to start in the home or in the school? Who should be teaching this stuff? Because as you know, we grow up in communities where these things are never the topic of the conversation because no one has the answers to these things. That's why we find ourselves in these impoverished situations most of the time, because generation after generation, we don't really have the knowledge to get ourselves out of these financial binds, learning about credit, things of that nature to get us into a better position in life. Can you just give us your opinion on that? Like, do you feel like where can we do it? Cause in my true opinion, we don't have resources in our communities to even teach us certain things like this from buying homes, from should you be buying cars, like certain things like that. We don't, in my, from what I see and when I grew up going to school, that wasn't even a topic of conversation. I didn't learn a lot of these things mm-hmm. until I actually got smacked in the face with it in real time and had to live and learn. <laughs> <laughs> like for real. Mm-hmm. Until that first, that first credit card came out, huh? Man. Offer after mm-hmm. offer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that'll do it. That'll do it. And I'll say the answer to that, brother, is first thing is, yes, we have to educate our own. Yes, we have to be in the house and educate our children at home. But the main thing is we have to educate ourselves in order for us to successfully do that. Mm. So we got to have the proper knowledge in order for us to give the proper knowledge to the children. The woman is the first teacher. The mm. mother in particular is the first teacher. But if there's no mother there, then the father has to take that place. And if they're both there, then they both need to have the proper knowledge on what to teach the children. We have to we have to actually have an interest in educating the children and not just be selfish no more. It can't just be about me or you or, you know, I want to get my nails done and forget the family. And I want to go do this or you I ain't trying to deal with all that. I'm going out the bowls, you right. know, for a couple of days. I, OK, look, it's right now, bro. You have children in India who are mathematicians by the time they are 12, bro. Wow. They know that they know they know mathematics and science and chemistry long before they even get into high school. And it can run circles around the average adults in America, let alone our our children. You know, so when you're facing things like that, we don't need to be in this position as black people no more. Mm. We can't be slaves to this nonsense no more. We can't be willing Negroes. Uh, who are voluntarily being stupid and ignorant of reality. We running around here thinking ain't nothing going to happen. When it's like, no, everything continues to happen. And we just sitting here being like lambs led to a slaughter, just willingly being bombarded, being bombed on, being stolen from, being raped and robbed and killed and murdered. And we just keep doing the same thing over and over again as if it's, you know, everything is just cool. Absolutely nah, right. We have to get up and change our own condition, bro. I mean, that's, look that's right really now, look today. right now. I feel like, the government talking about this stimulus check shit. I feel like that was the biggest shenanigan I've seen because they know they're reaching mm-hmm. out to these working class people who, when they hear twelve hundred dollars, mm-hmm. they whole world about to change. No, it's not. And the fact that Come they're on. talking about this shit might not hit Come your on. hit your house for five months. We're already week three. Come There's on, people bro. already out here struggling. You talking about five months? Now y'all got this two trillion dollars. Where is this money really going mm-hmm. to? It's not really, it was never about the people. You know what I'm saying? I just can't believe mm-hmm. how they finessed us all out of our pockets. Like just how tax returns, people get that money, go mm-hmm. mess it off, buying clothes, jewelry, shit like that. And we see that mostly in our communities because there's no real education mm-hmm. on finances or money. And this $1,200 is the exact same situation. Going to just go out there, spend it in the world. And you basically never mm-hmm. even touched it. You know what I'm saying? It's just terrible, bro. You just brought up a powerful point. You brought up the exact point. 
which is when they when the government first of all said we're going to give out or send out twelve hundred dollars as a COVID nineteen relief mm-hmm. to families, my first thought was, where the hell are you getting the money to give all these people that twelve hundred dollars from? <laughs> Man, and, and you got homelessness going one. reckless over here in L.A. County, but Come y'all on. got two trillion dollars to pull out your ass all of a sudden. Come on, but, but if you go and look at Wall Street, uh, Wall Street right now says that they're over twenty three trillion dollars in debt, and they're being nice. Wow. America's over $60 trillion in debt. So where the hell are you getting this money from? Not only that, but when you say $1,200 from giving it out to families and it's $2 trillion in a stimulus package in another area, they said $8 trillion, but fine, $2 trillion. You send that $2 trillion out. Here's what people may not be realizing, which is once they send that $1,200 out to all of you, that's a loan. Because you right. won't, like you said, you're in a exactly. panic situation. You need the twelve hundred to either pay for food, water, clothing, or essentials. You're going to go right back out that twelve hundred and spend it. When you spend it, it's going to be taxed, yep. which is at least six to eight cents per every dollar. So not only are you giving the twelve hundred right back to the government, you're giving them twelve hundred plus interest. They just made money off of you. That's nuts. They didn't give you nothing. You gave them money. It's a game. It's, it's a game. It's a hell, of a, it's a hell of a game, oh, and man. I hate it. I hate it, and I. And it's yeah. like everybody gonna take the money, but we gotta really realize what's the bigger picture. They moving two mm-hmm. trillion dollars around in corporations and shit like that without us even mm-hmm. blinking an eye because you're just happy you got that little check in Cali. You lucky if twelve hundred dollars gonna pay rent for a studio apartment. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta Come realize on. this shit is not enough to do anything for anybody in long in the long term. No, not at all. Not at all. You know, but, but the beauty is, I'll say this for the brothers and sisters in the hood who are listening, for those who are going to go get the money, spend it wisely. Because mm. you're going to spend it. You're going to get it. You're going to spend it. The vast majority of people who get it are going to spend it. Spend it wisely. If you're going to spend it, make it count. For real. You know, Absolutely. do something that's going to help you. Do not go spend it on hot Cheetos, gummy bears, sugar, sugar, sugar. You know, spend it on things that you can use for your family. If you got to get vegetables and canned goods to last, you know, get you up. I, I really recommend like a good 50 to 60 gallons of water, good water, if not 100 gallons. You know, you want to make sure you get the essentials, some vitamins and minerals, you know, vitamin D, vitamin C, zinc, iodine, uh, elderberry, oregano oil, black seed oil. You want to make sure you get as some of this, you know, because you're dealing with your health right now. So don't just go spend it on crap. Do not go spend it and buy up all the weed, you know, no twelve hundred. <laughs> do For not. Real? I recommend. <laughs> just say it, because some people are like the weed to kill it. You know, the weed, the weed to kill everybody. Right? They about, they about no, to go. No man. They gonna spend that whole twelve hundred on a pack, and it's gonna be like, bro, are Come you kidding on, me? Man. You gotta be. Kidding well, you already me. got yeah. people. You already got people walking around here feeling like they already had it. Right. And so they won't mm-hmm. get it again. So they could spend it on whatever they want once they get that check in. You know what I mean? So it's. I'm glad you yeah. shed light on this. No. Now, with the with the money, like real quick, while we on this uh, situation, when you what do you think about group economics? Like when it comes to black people, um, in my opinion, I feel like black people do not they have a problem supporting black business. Like they always feel like they're either being duped out of their money or some crazy thought process when you're trying to sell an item or a service to someone and you tell them the price. It's almost as if People just feel like you trying to you trying to outdo them, but yet you you don't when you go to McDonald's or you go to Foot Locker, you're not questioning them about their prices. You're gonna pay the price mm-hmm. and not think twice. But yet it be a, a small mm-hmm. black business. You're questioning why their pricing is the way it is. Always talking about can I get a discount? Can I get that? Like, can you just tell mm-hmm. speak on that for a minute? Like, what is the what are the ways that we could do better within our community so that we can have more money flowing within our own community and businesses actually being successful without it just being a nickel and dime situation? Mm-hmm. Good question. I'll say this. Number one, for those who have black owned businesses and for those who do any type of black owned services, even if that is doing hair, if it's a, you know, being a mechanic, whatever that is, we have to do good business right Thank number you. one deliver <laughs> a good product for real deliver a good product deliver a good service if you mess up if you late 
You know, if, if your product don't come out the way it's supposed to, don't charge the same when it's done. Give them, right. give them a discount if you need to after you do it. If, if you didn't deliver what you promised, we gotta be, we gotta be ethical, man. We gotta, we gotta keep our word when we give it. And if we do not deliver what we say, then we have to, we have to voluntarily take off a little money, even if it'll hurt, because I didn't deliver what I promised. That's one. That's going to help to restore the faith that Black people have in one another when it comes to business. Two. Black people who spend money with Black-owned businesses. Stop generalizing all Black-owned businesses just because you had a few bad situations at a few Black-owned businesses or even just one. Because you don't do that for white businesses. You don't do that for Asian businesses. You don't do that for anybody else. Don't generalize and say, oh, that's why I can't trust Black-owned businesses. I don't shop Black because y'all niggas this, y'all that. You ain't bought my book. You ain't ain't shop on this network. It it ain't even that. They'll they'll literally tell you, like, you know, that's why black businesses don't even like hiring black people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They thinking like they yeah. just gonna they not they gonna be lazy. They're not gonna come work hard just because of our camaraderie. Like that gotta get out of our minds. We got like you said, we have to fix this system in the way we think. That's why our people are yeah. in such a fucked up place because we can't get out of this slump of just always thinking negative of our own people. But yet there's other folks out mm-hmm. here doing shit to us even worse. But yet we praise it and it's just it's messed up and I hope that especially with times like this it can open people's eyes up to what's really going on in the world absolutely we all have to do better bro those who spend the money those who make the money those who want the product those who provide the product For those sure. who shop at the business those who provide the business everybody mm. got to point the finger at themselves and stop pointing it everywhere else because the moment you say Anything negative about black people, all you're doing is feeding the system of white supremacy and you are making a mockery of yourself and you're making everybody else who is not black laugh at you because Mm. you're black. Chinese folks don't generalize our Chinese folks. Italians do not generalize all of their people. Indians don't make fun of all their people and they don't wholesale throw their people away. We're the only people who treat each other like the niggas that white men made us into. We're the only ones. So we got to kill that nonsense. If you actually find a business where a black person did give a good service, then exaggerate that. Applaud right. that. Give up. Give that up, man, and say, man, you know what? Thank you for keeping your word. Thank you for having good products, man. It's, the food is bomb. My Absolutely. hair is bomb. Man, this, this, this outfit is amazing. Thank y'all. And promote it to 30 black folks and say, listen, forget right. what y'all heard. This black-owned business, I, I shopped here once, and it was dope. That's all I got to say. You're you know, we right that love that. we have for one another now. We gotta love our people more than they hate themselves, bro. Yes, sir. We you right. We the only people who be knocking each other in a real way, and it's it's sickening sometimes, man. Mm-hmm. I see brothers out here because I, I drive trucks. I see other brothers out here. It's not that many of us out here working out here out the ports. And when I see some going mm-hmm. down the road, and I chunk up the deuce, and they act like they don't see you. That's just another thing right there. Just be like, bro, like we we a small number in the field. Like I'm just acknowledging you. I ain't trying to start no beef, say no weird shit to you. I'm just saying what's up. And it's like it seemed like we can't even just do the simple things of saying what's up to each other without it turning into some shit. Damn. It's yeah, sad. yeah. It's a it's a process. It is a process, bro. And you gotta be patient with this growth. We gotta be patient with the growth of one another. Because remember, it took time for them to make us into what mm. they call niggas. Right. You know, and, and people run around trying to say niggas, Ethiopian king or king ruler like yeah, Kendrick yeah. Lamar. Hold up. Ain't none of y'all know Ethiopian king or ruler. So knock that off. <laughs> All right. <laughs> knock Ever off, since bro. that song came out, it's like the word changed and it's like, bro, let's not even go there. Even with the Black Panther stuff, it's like, those streets yeah, got crazy on, when Black Panther dropped. Like everybody in dashikis all of a sudden. Like last time I know I wore dashiki <laughs> was when I was going to Wailimos, bro. That's the last time I know. I, uh, any yeah. other time than that, I never had one on, brother. I ain't even gonna lie to the I people. Thought, I thought the last time you wore one was when you went to the movies to watch uh. Black Hell Panther. no! Don't play me fool. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Reason know what I'm talking like, about. Nah. Wailimo, they had the uniforms, yeah. bro. It was a real deal over there. Yeah. We get out the African Center School. We we grew yes, up sir. in that. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. That's yeah, man. But it's, it's it's beautiful though. I'm I'm seeing us well, with all this stuff going on, man. I'm seeing black people become more enlightened, more involved. You know, we are loving one another, even though we still see the negative at times. I still see the positive. More of us are spending black. We talk about being black, loving yes, ourselves, sir. 
helping our people. I'm seeing that. You know, we got to make sure we focus more on the positive things that we're doing for one another and stop, you know, exposing or shining light on the negatives right. more than we do the positives. Absolutely, you brother. You know, they're both there, but I want to focus more on the positives that we're doing for them. Well, right. brother, I just want to tell you from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate you coming on with us to Spark That Talk podcast. Um, you definitely had a lot of knowledge and game and hope everybody that was listening soaked everything in that you had to say, bro. And I just want to tell you to keep doing what you're doing for the people, especially the youth, for the community, for the black community, for everybody. You know what I mean? I don't want to generalize it. So just keep doing what you do, bro, and, you know, stay safe out here. And like I said, I'm proud of you, bro, and just keep it up, bro. My last little bit on this, brother, is with within the first five minutes of just having you speak and, and coming on this podcast, I'm still picking up pieces of my brain because I've been so mind blown yes. with your knowledge, just like Jones said. And it's, you know, it's a testament to, I'm pretty sure not to us, but also listeners all around the world who actually listen to this podcast to, to want to do better. And I think that's what I got out of this was... Um, everything you said was basically just be proactive. If, if you have questions, be proactive. If you don't like the system that you're in, be proactive. If you're blaming the situation that you're in, oh, it's time to get up off your ass and be proactive. Absolutely. You know, start mm-hmm. supporting small owned businesses. And I think blaming things because you're not in the in the right situation is just the wrong way to go about things. And I, I'm thankful mm-hmm. that you, you actually got on here because I mean, you even make me want to be better now. Shoot. Absolutely. About to go run around in this right. rain right now. Go <laughs> do some push-ups, man. For real. But I, we really appreciate man. you, and I appreciate you from the bottom of my heart, man. Thank you. Man, it's all love, brother. I'm honored to be on, man. It's, it's, you know, the world will be better as long as we better ourselves. Each one of us who do better, people will become better. And uh, what's called a nation that self-improvement is the basis for community development. So if the community wants to get better, then each individual has to do something that makes themselves better. And then the community, of course, will be better. So let's just keep doing that, man. Let's do our best to help ourselves, help our family, help our people, and help society. Uh, we ain't got nothing but time right now to make it happen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All well, I appreciate, appreciate you, you, brother. Um, and like I said, stay safe out here in this time. Take care of your family and yourself, brother. Um, I know, shout out, to, uh, I just want to say what's up to your mom, Hanan, and I hope everybody's good, bro. Um, just make sure y'all Thanks. stay safe. Everybody who's been listening to the podcast, I hope y'all enjoyed this time with Rizzo and me and Jay. Um, and until next time, y'all know what it is. It's your boy Jones. And your boy Jay Lotta. Yes, sir. We'll holler at y'all next time. Yes, sir.